Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. that Randy Rainwater is not here tonight because he's speaking at the Little Rock Baseball uh, Banquet. And so guess what? We have someone that used to be in the studio all the time filling in for Randy. It's Tommy Smith. How are we doing, Tommy? I'm doing great, Rick. I am so tickled to be on the radio with you. I really, really am. I remember back in the old days, we were on opposite ends of the spectrum, and uh, you changed, I changed, and I consider you a, a good buddy. Well, I consider you a good friend, too, Tommy. I, I, you, you and I have done one show together. Did I yep. remind you on the air of what you said to me the first time we met? Did I remind you of that? Do you remember it? Yeah, I remember okay. it. My. Okay, so so Tommy, so, so I was kind of new on the buzz. Joined Randy Rainwater. Felt like he had to do everything. I live here in Northwest Arkansas, and uh, and by the way, Damon, I am I, once again my Comrex. It keeps saying connecting, connecting. And I get a grip, but I'm not connected. So if we get some calls, just interrupt us, and we'll take them. I sure will. But anyway, um, so I came down for a Christmas party. And there was Tommy in the, uh, it was in a parking lot. We were going to walk to some building. And so I'd never met you. Yeah. All I knew, you were a disc jockey in Little Rock. That's basically all I knew. Because uh, if you're in northwest Arkansas, you're in your own little world, you know. Yeah, I know. And so I came up to you, and he says, I'm Tommy Smith. I said, hi, Rick Schaefer. Nice to meet you. You know what you said? What? You said it is. <laughs> I, My Rick. I said, Yes. And he said, after all the things I've said about you. <laughs> My recollection, uh, Rick, was uh, it was during the Mitch Mustang uh, thing that was going on. Could have been. And yeah, I came up been. to you and I said, uh, Rick, you know, we sure are lucky to have something to talk about. <laughs> and you said, we're not lucky, we're blessed. And I've carried that with me uh, ever since then. Yeah. Well, it is a blessing. And yeah, thank, yeah, thank yeah, the yeah, life yeah. Things that you've made, and that's great. And I'm glad you're healthy and doing well. And I'm glad your voice sounds strong. And you know, Bart Reed's going to come in later too. But uh, if you want to stay the whole three hours, you're welcome to. And if you want to ask me some rock and roll record from the '60s, all right, you got. I'll remember it. I, you probably you probably made a list, huh? Hang on. Have you got it? What? Oh, oh, oh no. Bye. You got it. I got a whole list for Mr. Schaefer today. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, that that is one of my favorite sixty songs of all time. Now why is that? Did you build up a buttercup? <laughs> I don't know why. It's like uh, the Osley Brothers, this old heart of mine. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> people under 50 or 60 never heard it. <laughs> uh, you know, they're, they're, I too, it's cool if you ever listen to uh, the 60 station on XM. Yeah. They'll play some songs sometimes that I have to tell you, I've never heard. Uh, uh, me too. Yeah, and and I don't know if they were didn't might quite make the top forty, uh, didn't get played in our um, era. I heard today. How about this one? Stay. You've heard Stay before, right? right? Four seasons, right? Have you ever heard it by the Hollies? Nope. Well, I heard it by the Hollies for the first time today. They made it in 1963, three years before they even had a record in America. I. I I punched up one the other day because my wife and I drive a lot, uh, travel a lot, yeah. and the uh, the band that came on 60s channel 
was the bubble puppies. And I have never, yeah. ever heard of the yeah. Bubble Puppies. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the name of the song. I've heard of the Bubble Puppies. Yeah. You remember the name of the song? No. Yeah. Uh, boy, if if I if you just said it, I could tell you this. I could probably tell you about it. All right, tossing and turning. Oh yeah, that was back. That you know, that was the number one song of the whole year of 1961. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Do you That's know who it's by? I'm trying to think. Mm, well, you'll have to tell me that one. I think his name is Bobby Turner. Bobby. I knew it was Bobby. I didn't forget his last name. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to bore people with our music talk because we could talk forever. <laughs> That's Rick. right. Okay. So, anybody wants to talk about music, sports, anything else, you're welcome Bring to. Bring it on. Let's have some fun. It's Friday. That's right. 501 661 1037. Or, yeah, 1037. You know, it's interesting. So, here, Tommy, you're doing the show with us. David and Roger, do they get everybody on the air at some point? Craig O'Neill is now going to come on with them once a week yep. on Wednesdays. And I was reading a little bit about what Craig said yesterday on Wednesday, and boy, I would you know, he didn't speak highly of the state of college athletics right now. Who would? Yeah, yeah, it's a hard thing. So I should say, and we can talk about the Arkansas LSU game, we can talk about whatever you want, but this is I only saw this on one source today. The Southeastern Conference and the Big Ten are forming a joint advisory group of university presidents, chancellors, and athletic directors to address significant challenges facing college athletics and how to improve the student-athlete experience. Now, this is the, the reason this is impactful is because we are seeing the NCAA's power uh, getting less and less and less. Greg Sankey is probably the most powerful man in college athletics today. He's the SEC commissioner. All right. And if there's probably the second most powerful is Tony Petiti. He's the Big Ten commissioner. These guys are working together. Um, these are the two most powerful conferences, not only because of their teams, but because of the financial strength that they have. And so uh, that doesn't mean the ACC or the Big 12 is getting left out. And then eventually they're going to make suggestions, but they do know that they have no authority to implement changes. But I do think, for those of us who have advocated for secession from the NCAA for years, that the process has started and it's going to get a lot more serious, don't you think? Rick, the landscape of college football and college basketball has left me. I I just... I'm t I'm kind of like Saban. I think one of the reasons he lives is, is the NIL, the NIL, whatever portal, and he and he saw Texas and Oklahoma coming and said, "I don't need this anymore. I don't need this anymore." Hmm. But they've uh, they've changed so much. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Hmm. Speaking of Saban, there's a great story on ESPN's website uh, quoting 11 coaches who coached under Nick Saban. Wow. And uh, Kirby Smart said he wished that somebody could get a plane and get all of Saban's former assistants and fly them down to Saban's new property in Florida and just sit there with cameras rolling and tell stories. And uh, I, I think that'd be fascinating. But this... This article was a beginning of that because all these guys told some stories about Nick Saban. And Kirby Smart, I'd forgotten this, his first job with Saban was secondary coach at LSU. Huh. And he was a young coach. And Will, Mus yeah, Will Muschamp was on the LSU staff, I think defensive huh. coordinator. Uh, Jimbo Fisher was the offensive coordinator. And so their defensive coordinator had left to be a, I mean, their defensive secondary coach had left to become a coordinator somewhere. So Kirby Smart's young, and he's interviewing for this job. And before he goes in, he knew Will Muschamp very well. And Muschamp says, hey, do well in the interview, but remember this. Coaching with Nick Saban, a year is like dog years. Yeah. One year is like seven. And so... Um, he had that. So anyway, he goes into the... He, he, Saban would interview you with Miss Terry. You went to his house. And if she was if she was okay with you, you could get hired. If she didn't like you, forget it. You're not going to get the job. So everything's going really well. 
And gosh, he's enjoying it. And Terry's doing being great. Nick's being nice to him. Young coach. And he said, for some reason, near the end of the evening, he said, gosh, this is great. I can't. I, I really want this job. He said, I can't believe that somebody thinks that uh, coaching for you is like coaching in dog years. Huh. <laughs> so he said that to Saban. I heard. He, uh... he said, so anyway, Saban said, where'd you hear that? And, and anyway, the, the evening went fine. The next day, they said in, in the coaches' uh, staff meeting, Saban went into a tirade. I'm trying to hire this coach. Imagine Who told that. him coaching with me is like seven years? One year's like seven. Uh, and Smart said somehow he still got the job. I saw an interview with Lane Kiffin, and they were talking about Saban. Mm. And uh, he said, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I did not want to work for him at all. But I knew, and my agent told me, it would be a good move. And I'll tell you right now, Nick Saban is the greatest coach ever in college football. I was like, that's that's Kiffin? <laughs> yeah. No, I, and I don't know about you, but at first I really didn't like him because he was kicking our butt. Yeah. But I grew to respect. Kicking everybody's. I respect and admire him. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I think you're right. I think he got out of college coaching because of the NIL. Yeah. I, I think in transfer portal. And so, uh, you know, just kind of brutal. I think they ought to, and they're not going to. I think they ought to give, because they ought to get paid, but I think they ought to give every every player $40,000. No limit. That's it. $40,000. Nobody that's gets 750000 because it's out of hand now. 40000 is a lot, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> what did KJ make last year? What did... uh? Yeah. Uh, Deion word, Sanders word, kid, mate. Word is over a million, you know, and and KJ wasn't as good this year, and so that's uh, yeah, that's definitely an issue. Yeah, and and I have no idea what any of the basketball players are making. I don't either. I do know that um, when you think about the ones that do the uh, all the hospital commercials, um, I'm told those are six figures. I don't know that for yeah. sure. But uh, I'm told, and, and those are usually guys that have been hurt, but they're stars, and they're coming back. Uh, Trevon Brazil does one. Uh, there's a female athlete that does one. I don't know if she gets the same, but um, you know, you're right. And so you think, sure. But even let's just say, if you did forty thousand, are you talking about just for football and basketball players? Are you talking about for every athlete? Yeah. Yes, meaning every athlete. Yep. Well. Jeff Long was always proud of saying our 465 student athletes. So um, I'm assuming that that number is still similar. Arkansas has 19 sports. You take somebody like Ohio State, they've got 36 sports. Uh, but now their revenue stream is much higher than Arkansas's is. But if you're saying $40,000 times 465 athletes... That is $18.6 million. Now, we just read that the University of Arkansas took in $167 million this past year. So 18.6 is going to be about 12% of that. Yeah. So if 12% of your budget goes to your athletes, you know, Tommy, you may be okay. That may be a good thing. <laughs> Rick, it, it, it's not going back. It's just not, not not going to. We had a caller in my final days, and we, we were talking about Arkansas's greatest quarterback. And I brought up Tyler Wilson just to throw it out there. And the, the caller said, man, he's old school. <laughs> I said, Tyler Wilson? I go back yeah. to John Britton for crying out loud. <laughs> I go, go back, back to, to Bill Marshall. Montgomery. Gee. That's you, don't back, you don't go back far enough, do you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you're right. And, uh, yeah, Tyler Wilson's not old school at all by any means. No, he's not, no. He's not that long now, My old, first so. favorite player was Lighthouse Harry. Yeah, right. I loved him a lot. Loved him a lot. But you bring him up in a conversation, people look at you look, who's that? <laughs> cover of Sports Illustrated. Who, yeah. You have to say what Razorback's been on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Not that you'd want to be these days. It's kind of a 
the magazine's gone downhill. But you know, it's interesting. I don't know if you're a Sports Illustrated guy. Yeah. I, I subscribed for years. They're saying, well, you know, they're out of. They, they didn't pay their debt. Somebody else is going to take them over. Their website is just as vibrant as it's ever been. I, I'm still, I still get good information on their website. And sometimes when I say this is the only place I see something, that's where I see it. So somebody is is running that. Yeah. I don't. I don't think artificial intelligence can dig up scoops, can they? <laughs> You're talking out of my league, man. <laughs> I, like I said, the whole landscape has changed. And it, it's not going back. It's just not going to. Uh, this is too much money, TV money, and that's the way it is. It's just the way it is. I don't like it, but that's the way it goes. Do you think that's why, because I've said many times on this program, Randy and I talk mostly about sports. For us to start talking about 60s music is unusual. On this show, <laughs> whereas you were on with David, and he's still on with Roger, and he's got other guests. And they talk about a lot of things besides sports. All right. Do you, do you think, one, because that's a, um, when you drive to work in the morning, that's a mood setter, and people want to be entertained, or do you think it's, you know, sports used to be the escape from life. Right. Is humor escape from sports? <laughs> For example, this whole Taylor Swift thing. I read a, yeah. a, a column by John Brummett yesterday. If yeah. you get a chance, go back and read it and tell me if he's on the same planet that we are. Because he said it's all rigged. Uh, the fumble of the goal line was rigged. Uh, does, does he really believe that? I text past. I said, is he really well, mean he, this? Was he being sarcastic when he wrote that? I don't know. He had to be because the whole column was filled with... This happened, this happened, this happened, and uh, the Taylor Swift thing, and anyway, he went off on that. Fumbles and, on the goal line are not rigged. I mean, you no. Can't, you can't tell no. me that, that uh, Ravens receiver intentionally fumbled that ball into the no. end so Taylor Swift could go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But he made it sound like the whole thing was rigged. They wanted Kansas City in the Super Bowl. And one of the reasons was uh, Taylor Swift. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. It had to be tongue-in-cheek. It had to be. Don't you think? I mean, she. let's face it. She's a, uh, I would say, 70-30. Maybe 30% of the people watching those games are saying, would you quit showing her? 70% are delighted to look at her. And there's a whole lot of what I'm told and I've read... They've got an audience of some 10 to 16-year-old girls that would never watch an NFL game and only watch because they might show Taylor Swift in the press. I believe that. Yeah. I believe that. The Swifties, they call them. Yeah. <laughs> now, I think it was, uh, this is pretty funny. Uh, and she's the big, she by far, and you and I go back way back, Rick, yeah. except for Elvis. Yeah. She is the biggest thing since then. I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable. Uh, I'm not going to say she's eclipsed the Beatles yet. But no, 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 no. I'm not either. But I, but I think she is. She may be the equivalent of Elvis, and Elvis was humongous. Yeah. Uh, but just think, she had a tour where she took in a billion dollars. Yeah. It's not quite over, and I, I, it's, that's they're going to Japan, and she's going to finish on a what is for us Friday for there it's Saturday, and she's going to be able to get back for the game, but. Um, yeah, no, nobody's ever seen it. And I've shared this on the show before. Bill Belichick, who you figure in a lot of ways is a stick in the mud. She, <laughs> she, she did two shows at where the Patriots play football. He said he's never seen anything like it. He said that's the greatest concert he's ever been to. Is that right? That's 70-year-old Bill Belichick. Yeah. Is that so, right? And you know how the whole thing started with Travis Kelsey. He, he went to one of her concerts. And and he wanted to meet yep, her. Yep, yep, and, and yep. Some, somehow they connected and, and did meet, but uh, people are just absolutely uh, overwhelmed by how talented she is. Ah, uh, she's she's the bomb, man. She's the one. I I admit it. Well, gentlemen, you asked me to interrupt when we okay. got a caller, and we've got okay. one. It's a caller-driven okay. show for crying exactly, out loud. Exactly, exactly. Lee from Little Rock, come on down. Hi, Lee. Thanks for calling. Hey guys. Hey, uh, I'm calling talk about Razorback football. 
Okay. Uh, you you guys were very blessed to be able to witness what you guys did back in yep. the what the 60s, what, 70s, 70s, 80s. 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I didn't get to see that, but I did get to see when Arkansas hired Houston Nut, and you know how crazy it was then. Damn. And I didn't think that you know that might be the the best it's been you know or ever going to be again with football going the way it is. Yeah. You know, I I was thinking about that the other night. You know, when they hired Houston to come in to beat SMU because of their yeah. SMU. Yeah. Well, they did. And, uh, they did. That lights went out that night, yep. didn't they, on one side of the field? Yeah. Uh, it was just electric, man, that whole <clears throat> time that Houston was there. And and I was wondering if that might that may be it for the Hogs. Uh, you know, he, he, he's a good friend. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, things just went sour at the end, and that's too bad. But uh, and, they and they didn't have to, you know. Th- his last game as head coach, they yeah. the number one team. Yeah, in the yeah. For an eight and four season, you think Razorback fans wouldn't love some eight and four seasons right now? I got they that got would. One. They got one. Yeah, they got one under yeah. uh, Sam uh, and, and Pittman. But you know, are there going to be more? You raise a great point. So yesterday, I didn't go. I was at the gym this morning. Guy says, oh, you should have been there yesterday. Jim Count spoke to, they have a senior group that gets together. And Jim Count spoke. And Ken Hatfield was there. And Pat Foster was there. And Tommy Boyer. And Harold Horton, who said he's looking a lot better than he did a couple months ago. And my thought process was, those guys were all around for when every year you had a chance to win a championship. And is that... Is that what we're left with, is talking about those times, because it's going to be so much more difficult now? Okay, Rick. Well, so you raise a great point. Rick, Big Bad John. Big Bad, oh, Jimmy Dean. Ah, that's a gimme. That's a gimme. Big Bad John, Jimmy Dean, and we'll be back with Tommy Smith. And Rick Schaefer on Drive Time Sports. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, R-Care, and Parker Cadillac. Chosen as one of Arkansas's best places to work eight years in a row, Rainwater Holden Sexton is hiring premier paralegals and legal assistants with an emphasis on bilingual Spanish-speaking candidates at all locations. Rainwater Holden Sexton's mission is to compassionately represent injured and disabled Arkansans. With generous benefits and competitive pay, Rainwater Holton Sexton is a destination employer hiring the best. We're also seeking bilingual Spanish-speaking attorneys to join our team. Apply today at callrainwater.com. Justin Acre here, and I can tell you, I know a few things about radio, and I can probably talk you through a football game, but I really don't know anything about much of anything else. Serta Pro Painters does, though, and that's the company I always use when I need a project done at my house. I've used them for over a decade for a number of different projects, inside and outside, and I don't care if you're a painting expert, Serta Pro is here to help and make the process as awesome as it can be for you. So get Serta Pro on your project soon. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. When it comes to painting, do what I do. Trust Serta Pro. Guatney Chevrolet presents Devo Davis each week when he gets in the zone with Justin and Wes. Guatney Chevrolet, just off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Or check out their selection of new and used vehicles at GuatneyChevrolet.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. After the stirring words reminding us that there is a time for everything, in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, the teacher adds, I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live, that each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is the gift of God. When we take this advice to heart, then we are truly ready to enjoy life's rich pageant. Be happy, count your blessings, and do good while you can. Make the most of the time you were given and do your part in making the world a better place. Double B's is here for you. When you're in a hurry, you can pay at the pump with your Exxon or Phillips 66 mobile apps at all stores. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. 
a store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell and Sward, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. Hey! Oh my, oh my gosh, what a great week of shows, Roger. You know, it really was a great week. Today, big announcement, Craig O'Neill is coming to Morning Mayhem That's once a, a week throughout the uh, rest of the year. Another big name on Monday we're going to announce. Can we tell you who it is? No. We do know Hannah Gamble's coming Hannah by, Gamble. Pat Bradley's coming by, Chris, Chris Kane. Kane's coming by, yes, and also, yes, that person. I love it here in Arkansas. It's a great place to live and work, to raise a family. You've got beautiful scenery, tons to do outdoors, and we love our sports. Arkansas is just a great place. It's one of the things I like most about First Security Bank. They started years ago right here in Arkansas. Now, after 80 years of growth, First Security is still only in Arkansas. That means they reinvest in people and businesses right here at home. They have local roots, and they're proud of them. I don't know about you, but that means something to me. At First Security, you bank with professionals who know what they're doing. They also know you and your community. So whether you need a personal or business checking account, a credit card, help with a loan, or just want to ask someone a question, First Security is your home for friendly local support. Stop by one of their 70 convenient locations or check them out online at fsbank.com. First Security Bank, only in Arkansas. Remember, FDIC, equal housing lender. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Randy Rainwater is not with us tonight. He's in a speaking engagement. I'm sure people are going to enjoy him there. So you get Tommy Smith and Rick Schaefer. I am tickled to death to be on the radio with you. Well, please try not to die of being tickled while you're on the air. What the? Stay, stay with us. Funny thing happened. Uh, yeah. I'm about to hit 70. Yeah. And I ran into someone. I told them what I was. They said, man, you look great. You look great. I was like, Okay. You're either a liar or you need glasses. I've got a I've got a mirror at home. Yeah. It, it's gotten to the point now. When I get out of the shower, I turn the lights off. <laughs> you know, well, look, if you're about to hit seventy, here here's what happens when people get a little older is when somebody sees you that's younger, that's they'll say you look great. Which means there's a chance that you won't look great because you're they, they expect you not to, but 70 is not as old as it once was, and um, at least I don't think so. And so I think you can still look pretty decent at 70. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Rick, I've got a mirror. Yeah, I remember this old Bill Cosby uh, routine a long time ago when uh, he was funny before he got into trouble and all that, and he was saying, yeah, he says, people come to funerals. And they look in the coffin, and they say, doesn't he look natural? <laughs> and he said, he, looks he, natural. Said he, he said he wanted to do a recording that uh, he'd play so people look in his coffin and say, hi there, don't I look natural? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, it's a color-driven show. Color-driven show. Before we go back. Hey, we've got uh, Kevin Hoopscoop coming up, too. But if we have, do we have a caller waiting? Uh we will here in a second, and Hoop Scoop is standing by. All right, okay. all right, see, Rick. See, sure. Tommy, I, I thought you were going to say, when you said Big Bad John, I thought you were going to say he's on the line. <laughs> uh, okay, sugar, sugar. Oh, that's the Archies. Honey, we wonder, we honey. They actually, honey, honey, well, you, there, was, there was a couple of them. There was Honey by Bobby Goldsboro. That's the one. And then Honey, Honey by ABBA, which was a good song, too. There are people driving home right now going, what the hell are they talking about? That's right. They're Archies. Let's, let's, let's get Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson on. Kevin, who was not born in the 60s and has no idea what these music things are. But, <laughs> Kevin, you're not on. Randy's out tonight, so you're on with a radio legend, Tommy Smith. And, um, and me, I'm just kind of along. But anyway, Kevin, how are you doing tonight? Hello. Be doing good if you just hit his button, right? Hmm. I wish I could hit his button, but for some reason I can't get the stat cast up. 
All right. Let's bring this guy on. Okay. Hit the <laughs> radio silence. It, you know. Now let's go to Arkansas's <laughs> premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers going the extra mile. Always have a back door. There you go. All right, Kevin. You having a wonderful Friday? <laughs> Well, I was talking as though y'all could hear me, so apparently I'm not doing as good as I thought. Wow. Well, yeah. No, it's a great Friday, and I was born in the 60s, Rick, in 1969, so there's that. Well, yeah, but that means you weren't listening to the radio then. This is the, by the way, this is the 55th anniversary of the big shootout. Oh, boy. Does that make you feel old? That was back in... Yeah. But it was in December. It wasn't in January. Oh, no, no, not this day, but this year. Yeah. Yeah, just like uh, when the caller was talking about hiring Houston Nutt, the '98 season was 25 years ago. This past football season, and they and Hogs Plus did a really nice uh, feature on that on Houston. Talked to a lot of the players from that era. Really did a good job on that. <coughs> okay, Kevin. So before we talk about uh, the basketball team, I'm told so. So defend yourself if you need to. That. Your most recent post, either before the Missouri game or the after the Missouri game, indicated that you do think there's a chance that Musselman won't be here next year. Am I accurate on that? And if if so, what makes you think that? Yeah, well, I just I've I've got a lot of different folks that I talk to in the basketball world and the NBA, other coaches, uh, folks tied to the shoe companies who have a big role not only in spring and summer basketball but they sponsor the various universities. And, and uh, you know, so there's a lot of different connect connections there. And so when you're hearing the same thing, but from different people, and it's not just a circular conversation, and you've been hearing it for a while, there's typically some truth there. What is truth? I mean, there's a whole season to be played. There's t- Right now, there's still a third of a season to go. Mm-hmm. Things change. Um, options change. There's going to be a domino effect once the season ends, and you see multiple coaches... Uh, either decide to move on or forced out, and so that'll shake up the landscape as well. But based on what I've heard for months, not just recently, for months, Eric Mossman is considering other options. Now, you know, again, considering, I mean, sometimes these things get out and it's it's intentional to create leverage, either for negotiations and other things. Mm. Maybe it's a combination of several things, including interest in looking at what else is out there. I haven't given specifics on teams uh, or programs. I have information on that. I'm, I'm going to let that one. I'm going to hold on to those that information. But yeah, I do believe that's based on everything I've gathered for weeks and weeks and really months. I, I uh, you know, I think year five could be the end. One of the things I also said in that is that I'm teetering on how much, how likely is it that he leaves? I'm probably I don't very slightly leaning toward that he probably won't be here. But that's just, again, a lot of factors going on. That could change. Money talks, NIL, and what's available there. I know Mussman's done a lot of canvassing for that. Uh, Even in, I mean, especially in central Arkansas, uh, more than once in the last several months. And I've, you know, kind of gotten different feedback on that. But I think NIL and Arkansas's ability to raise that and have it uh, also p- p- plays into uh, the future of any coach. Um, you know, if, if there's an opportunity maybe go somewhere else where the NIL money is better because that helps them do what they need to do to win. Interesting. It used to be if a coach had a really good job, he didn't start looking until he was on the ropes, and Eric Musselman's not on the ropes. No. Uh, he's, uh, he's solid, and that's that's not even an issue at the end of the year. But uh, coaches do get wanderlust, and I guess my only thought on that is, I don't know Eric Musselman, shook his hand once, that, that's it, and introduced myself, that's all. So I don't know him at all, but if you look at his track record, he hadn't been anywhere very, maybe even his five years, as long as he's been every, anywhere. I think you're right. That's about right. Yeah. Rick, yeah. And that, you know, <clears throat> if you think about Eric Musselman, he's a guy that, what we've seen, for the most part, is someone who has a lot of energy, and he's, yeah. he doesn't stay put for very long doing 
any particular thing for very long. I mean, he's out there, right? He's at baseball training camps and mm-hmm. meeting with. I mean, he's doing all kinds of stuff, and so it, you know, it could be one of those things where it's hard for him to truly settle. Now, I can't speak to that with a hundred percent certainty, but it just appears to me uh, that this is a guy that you know maybe for him uh, that that sort of nomadic lifestyle. I don't I don't know that that's going to either drive him out after year five or he finds a reason to stay. I'm just saying. He, well, you brought up the fact he hasn't been at one place for very long. When you think about relative to some other highly successful coaches, and that's true until it's not true, and we don't know when that would be. But it might be where he's one of the reasons why he's looking uh, has been showing interest in other opportunities. Times are changing, uh, Rick. Uh, Eddie Sutton and Owen Richardson. Coach combined, probably what twenty five years? Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. And they, uh, of course, when Eddie said I would walk to Kentucky, that was a premier job, and he, uh, I understood that. Uh, but no one picked up, and they went that long, and now you're talking about coaches staying four or five years and they're out, and yeah. for whatever reason, I, I, I don't know. Well, it's interesting. Sam Pittman was in his fifth year at Arkansas, though a lot of people would say four because COVID was a that, yeah. that was a major yeah. setback, and so uh, and this year will be a pivotal year for him, no doubt about it. Oh, big time! Yeah. Well, in the, in in that as, as we're talking about that, Kevin, I, I just hearing those things and everything. I'm watching Arkansas play Missouri. Certainly, Musselman is still competitive enough. Whatever he's thinking. He's still coaching to win. It sure mm-hmm. looks that way to me. What mm-hmm. do you think? No, I agree. I think you, you combine the Kentucky, the effort against Kentucky, the, the turnaround on defense. Now, these were matchups in, in, on the interior, front lines that were both soft defensively on both occasions. So there were some matchup advantages there. But you're, when you're coaching to win, you're attacking those advantages. I and mean, you looked at Arkansas's attention to attacking the rim, putting pressure on the rim, getting in the paint. Foregoing three-point shooting, Arkansas was four of six from three. You love this percentage, but you also love the low volume when you had an opponent that really had trouble defending in the paint of the rim, which has been Arkansas's problem most of the season. Uh, now you've got some advantages in the matchups, and so uh, you know Musman has not really still gotten down to a rotation like he typically does. You, you did still musical chairs. Uh, this was a game where L. Ellis didn't play. Uh, he played, started, and played the majority of the minutes in the backcourt when he looked at the Kentucky game, and now Keon Minifield Jr., who didn't play against the Wildcats, had a good game and and played against Missouri. So he's still, you know, I think the point guard spot's been a big question mark. We know Devo Davis is out. Trevor and Brazil has been out. Both players out, by the way, these last two games. These are your preseason All-SEC picks. Who Maybe it's addition by subtraction, but both guys have been out the last two games. And Arkansas had arguably their best two defensive performances for 80 minutes. Now, there was a, a bad second half against uh, uh, um, Missouri defensively. But overall, Arkansas has shown improvement in these last two games without the two players that were pro- projected to be the best two players on the team. Yeah. So is he coaching to win? Of course, because he's like he's done in the past. He's finding ways to kind of maybe turn things around. This team doesn't seem built to me like the previous three to turn it around in such a way that you go from really rough SEC starts to instantly tournament runs. Uh, you know, this team to me is on a, I mean, it's close with 10 more games to go. I think this team still has to win out to head into the SEC oh, tournament yeah. with real at-large juice. You know, I, talk about. you know, I went, I went yeah, into... Hold, hold on, Tommy. We'll keep talking when we come back. But I hear the music. And we don't interrupt anybody, so we'll be back with more of Drive Time Sports. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. For those who push the boundaries and know no barriers, the wake-up-at-nooners and dessert-before-dinner-eaters, the jackpot dancers and sequined pantsers, the risk takers and heartbreakers, the hapless, the rogue, and the hopeless romantics. Our time has come. 
Play bowl at the New Southland Casino Hotel, the Mid-South's premier gaming destination. Plan your stay at southlandcasino.com. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agents Monica Reiners or Brian Cress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock. There is nothing better than calling the Hogs with your fellow Razorback fans. And now is the time to join the team and become a part of the Razorback Foundation. Fans can join for as little as $4.17 per month. The financial support provided by Razorback Foundation members makes a once-in-a-lifetime experience possible for more than 465 student-athletes. Your gifts provide scholarships, academic support, training, and nutrition, as well as professional and personal development assistance. Being a member allows you to access season tickets, priority seating, and parking, tailgating, invitations to exclusive coaches and player events, as well as 20% off at Slim Chickens in Northwest Arkansas. Your support will help the Razorbacks continue on the path of success and bring home even more SEC and national championships. Already a member? Great! You have until March 1st to renew your membership. Join by calling 479-443-9000 or visit RazorbackFoundation.com That's 479-443-9000 or RazorbackFoundation.com Go Hogs! At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks, they aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with trivia, comedy shows, karaoke, live music, and more. Old Bank in downtown Russellville. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Fantastic news! Due to weather conditions, the New Year's Auto Loan Special has been extended through Valentine's Day. Take advantage of 3.99% interest on 22, 23, or 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Once again, the Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union New Year's Auto Loan Special has been extended through Valentine's Day. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, where I think we have Trey Shap on the line. Yep. Got you there, Trey? That's it, Rick. How are you doing, Tommy? You're sounding great on the radio. Good to hear you. Thank you, Trey. Yeah, and and Tommy, I love your commercials with Beth Terrison, and I know that there's the one out there with the parlay parfait, (laughs) and I just want to tell you that that one... I think that that one was uh, genius there, uh, to have the parfait... (sighs) when you're talking on parlays. And that's one thing that you can do with the Bet Saracen app. You can uh, play the, the games, and you can build yourself your own parlay. The Arkansas-LSU game is up tomorrow. It's ready to go, and you can get in on the double R props as well. He's got those loaded in. Right now, LSU, a four-and-a-half-point favorite over the Arkansas Razorbacks at home tomorrow. And then another uh, bet that I like is something that only is uh, – that Bet Saracen is the only one doing it that I've seen is the double diamond dollars two time boost to plus ten thousand. You can bet on Arkansas softball and Arkansas baseball to win the SEC regular season, but it's only available until February the eighth. So you can get in on that. The Super Bowl Forty ers versus Chiefs. Those odds are available now, and you also have the marketplace powered by Bet Swap. So you can sell, you can buy bets there. If you let's say you made a parlay and you don't like it, or you placed a bet you don't like it, you can go into the marketplace and you can sell that bet, and someone else might pick it up. You never know. But Tommy, you're doing a great job. Good I, to see I, you on the commercial. Real quick, real quick. Uh, Gary Heath called me, 
and said, I've yep. got an idea. I want to put a, a, a TV commercial together with uh, Pat Bradley, Joe Klein, and U.S. Reed. And I said, that sounds pretty good to me. And he said, do you know who we want to host that? I said, Craig O'Neill? He said, no, you. And I was like, let me get this straight. I'm going to sit around and talk about whatever with U.S. Reed, Joe Klein, and Pat Bradley, and you're going to pay? Yeah, where do you sign up? <laughs> <laughs> well, you do a great job well, with thanks. it, Tommy. It's good to hear you back on the air, and I'll let you guys get back to it. But don't forget, Bet Saracen, Bet Saracen Arkansas's number one sports betting app. All right, very good, Trey. Thanks for adding that to us. Okay, so Kevin and Tommy, you were having a conversation. Tommy, you were just about to say something when we had to go to break. I forgot. You forgot? Yeah. Okay, we'll try to <laughs> So, Kevin. Okay. No, I, I, I've always thought that Musselman took 12 players and mixed them and matched them for the first two months of the season, and by late January, he had a hell of a team. But I don't think he's found that chemistry yet. Yeah, I think Kevin just said that, too. You think that's the truth, Kevin? Yeah, I do. I do. I, you know, uh, he's usually by now, he's got, a, he's got, you know, six, seven, eight guys that he's really leaning on yeah. in the rotation. And, and they, in the, it, the formula for winning, you can see it, right? Because they start winning, and it's multiple games. Uh, not just up and down. Last year was a little more of the up and down, but even after Arkansas started one and five, they had a five-game winning streak, uh-huh. and that was capped by that big road win at Kentucky. Remember, that was Arkansas, one yep. of Arkansas's best wins of the season, a yep. 15-point uh-huh. win. So th- th- this team, I mean, you go and beat the worst team in the SEC, arguably, in Missouri. I know Vanderbilt's also winless. I think Vanderbilt's maybe a little better than Missouri, and uh, I just don't. This is just not enough of a feather in the cap to say, okay, they've turned it around. No, it's just, no, no. Uh, the, you know, and then LSU. This is a team they're going to play in the morning, <laughs> 11 a.m. tip on yeah. the road. It's a good defensive team. When you look at, they force over nine steals a game, 14 and a half turnovers. They force the Tigers. This is still a problem for Arkansas. The second half uh, against Missouri, the turnovers, you know, really showed up in that run that Missouri made. In addition to the defense having lapses, um, and it's a team that doesn't give up a lot of uh, inside the arc. It's forty. I think teams are shooting just at forty percent of the seat on the season against LSU inside the arc. The Tigers will give up a lot of threes and a decent percentage, but Arkansas that's not the best of Arkansas's game. Arkansas's best right now getting to the basket and and then you know being opportunistic on threes. If Arkansas has to shoot a high volume of threes on the road, I think it could be a problem. We got a little bit of um, Gangster Museum live fan feedback there in Hot Springs, of course. Let me just say a couple things because Tommy Smith was talking about John Brummett's column. He's uh, uh, Jimmy tells us that the Brummett piece was satire to okay. use and inform. Okay. And then uh, Scott wants to say, "Good to hear Tommy on Drive Time Sports. He is the greatest of all time." <laughs> the goat. So, <laughs> yeah, so Kevin, I don't know how we should take that. I mean, obviously Tommy's, of course, he's been doing this a lot longer than we have. So I get that. I get that. Okay, so you're saying LSU playing early in the morning. They're a good defensive team. The question is, those three inside guys who played so well against Missouri, can they continue to do that no matter who the opponent is? Uh, I wouldn't say that, uh, Rick, just because if you look at the arc of the season, that one guy has a good game and somebody else maybe has a half of a good game and, it's just not enough consistency yet no. to say, well, we can count on this now. And I think that's what Musselman sees because that's why he keeps playing yeah. everybody on the roster except the two, one or two guys he decided pregame wasn't going to play. Last time that was L. Ellis and Joseph Binion, um, you know, at Mizzou. And you can't argue with it because Arkansas won. Uh, but also I think that helps answer the question. He keeps playing, you know, 10, 11, 12 guys, sometimes more, in each half. So I, I don't know that we can count on anyone to be consistent and, and rely on them to continue. Now, seeing Makai Mitchell average a double-double and get double-doubles against both yeah. uh, Kentucky and then Missouri, I think that's obviously a positive. Um, and he's making his free throws, 11 of 14 combined in those games. So if you're going to be a guy who's, who the team is going to play through offensively and you're a big, 
uh, working around the basket, you're going to get fouled some. You've got to get to that line and make teams pay. And Arkansas's bigs have not been very good shooting free throws, and that's something else. Mekhi Mitchell, in addition to the blue-collar stuff, starting to convert at the line. We know he's a high field goal percentage guy shooting it. And he doesn't shoot a lot. It's all usually around the basket and off a drive and a, a dish, and then he's there. Or maybe it's a putback. But uh, the free throw line, I think, in volume like he did is obviously – potentially a, a step of uh, improvement that you could say, okay, if he can continue to deliver that, it doesn't hurt as much that Brazil's out because this is the kind of production you would have expected Brazil to bring, which he did in three games. He had three double-doubles back in November, capped by that Duke performance, 9-11-2. Persona non grata for the most part since that, he did tweak an ankle the game after Duke, that may have something to do with it. Now he's dealing with knee soreness, but you've got to have someone step up, and it's been Makai Mitchell back-to-back games. Graham's contributed some, as has Lawson. So the three of them, can they continue to all plug in and give this? I just don't know because the matchup against Mizzou and even Kentucky's defense, it was very favorable for those guys. Okay, so if you need maybe even better guard play in this game, and we don't know if they'll limit them to six three-point shots, but... Does Ells play? And what about Minifield? He was terrific against Missouri. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't crazy about Minifield's shot selection, but, you know, he did, he did hit two of three from three. He made all six of his free throw attempts, and he had some nice passes. This was just such a uh, – this defense was worse than, than to me than Arkansas's defense at its worst this year, and it's been pretty bad. I couldn't believe this, just how of, inept uh, Missouri was. Defense. Yeah. Huh? There was a lot of Olay defense, yeah. Yeah. I mean, 91 points for Arkansas. The, the previous <laughs> high was 78 against A&M, and the other yeah. six league games, Arkansas couldn't get to 70. Three of them, they couldn't get to 60. So <laughs> you, you factor that in as well. I just don't know how much we can count on this Arkansas team to have carryover uh, with some of these players. Minifield, one day it's him, it's Ellis another game, and we've seen maybe Battle try to plug back in. His efficiency shooting hasn't followed him. You know, he's hit double figures a couple of times. The other night he had a couple of early threes. Arkansas didn't shoot many, but, you know, he's, I thought defensively he's maybe gotten a little bit better. Uh, and then Tremont Marks, the guy that's been the consistent scorer, and now you're seeing more and more of him rebounding, doing some of the other stuff. That's what Arkansas really needs from him, an all-around player, not just a guy chasing points. They need Corey Bat. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. would be great. That would be great. It, it probably yeah. would be. Let's see. He was a senior in 95. So what would that make him? That's uh, 24 years. He's quite close to 50. I don't know if he'd still be effective or not. <laughs> All right. That's Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson. Thanks a lot. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Yeah, have a great weekend, man. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Smith, guys. Rick you Schaefer. too. Great to be on with the goats. Right. We'll be back at 5.05 with Trey Biddy on Drive Time Sports. There are trucks. And then there is the truck. GMC's tough and rugged Sierra Denali heavy-duty pickup. And just for playing at Saracen Casino Resort during February, you could win one from Smart GMC. Winning is as easy as simply playing your favorite Saracen games. Play for your chance to be driving home a GMC Denali HD pickup this month. It's not just any truck, and Saracen Casino is not just any casino.